0: And we want to welcome you to episode one. Emotions are real experiences, but they're not always real explanations.
1: Mm. But fear does not mean that those things are going to happen. It's just the fear of them. So fear often does lie and will tell you it's not going to work out. It's useless. Yeah. You're useless. You know, not you personally. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. When I ultimately am going through a process, I'm not trusting the process, but my trust is in the one who's called me into the process.
0: The prize isn't the destination ultimately, it is actually the process. Mm. If somebody right now who's listening is about to exit, what do you think they should do? Welcome to The Winning Life. My name is Gareth Morgan.
1: I'm Leanne Morgan.
0: And we want to welcome you to episode one.
1: First episode ever.
0: The very very first episode. It's taken a while for us to get here.
1: Just a little while of lots of umming and ahhing and should we shouldn't we how do we do this is this the right thing to do etc but we got here eventually.
0: Does anyone else out there suffer from the paralysis of analysis? I've got hands and legs <laughs> raised right now it's so easy isn't it and we've done it on this journey to mm. kind of question yourself to the point of standing still
1: and doing nothing
0: and doing nothing or making a decision to not do something
1: and overthinking it and overthinking it even more
0: because I think overthinking never results does it usually in a great choice. <laughs> no,
1: because you're trying to cover every eventuality, which you can never do in your never. brain. And one solitary human brain cannot cope with all the eventualities <laughs> of of a result of something. Certainly this brain cannot
0: <laughs> cope with that. It only can cope with very, very uh, small instructions. So uh, no yeah. No comments. Thank you. <laughs> well, we're going to jump into the episode. Yeah. And actually what we've just been saying connects to it nicely it because we're going to look at a question in each of our episodes we're going to allow that to drive the conversation the kinds of questions that you will be asking yourself and you know you're probably the kind of person who is hungry to grow, hungry to develop, mm-hmm. really wants to make a difference with their life. You don't want just to just exist and just go through the motions. And so we, because you don't have a podcast called The Winning Life and attract people <laughs> who don't want to win in life. Absolutely. So the kinds of questions that you are going to be asking yourself, we want to talk about them with you because we've asked them to. We're not perfect. We're on a journey. And we just figured by talking about it together and interacting through the different means in which we can interact today, social media, etc and maybe some live environments in the future, that uh, maybe we can unpack this and really just help us all Mm -hmm. to win, to progress, to grow, to deliver the best version of who we are for what truly matters most. Mm. So, Leanne, what's the question that we're going to look at?
1: Today's question, the very first question we're going to ask is, am I exiting too soon?
0: Am am I I exiting exiting too soon? soon." So in your experience, Liam, when would somebody be asking this question?
1: Um, Well, you can ask yourself that question multiple times a day, really. I mean, right down to... An actual car journey <laughs> to to work, getting off the road too soon, right all the way through to something really deep, you know, and quite important decisions that we make in our lives to do with our work, our careers, relationships, finance, um, lo- lots of different things, um, you know, even day to day projects that we have. Going, we can ask ourselves that question: Shall I just get out now? Mm. You know, I've, I've, maybe things are getting too difficult. Am I? Am I? Is it right for me to quit right now? Um, so yeah, that's kind of a few examples of how we can as- ask ourselves that question, is am I exiting too soon?
0: So I, in my experience, the, the times when I've been on the verge of exiting and then kind of second guess whether mm. I'm making the right decision is usually because I'm maybe a bit suspicious about my reasoning. Mm. You know, So what is actually, what is driving me To make this decision, because let's face it, we're emotional beings.
1: Yes, some more than others.
0: Highly emotional (laughs) beings, and emotions are—I always say this—emotions are real experiences, but they're not always real explanations. Mm. So they're not really always a real explanation as to what is truly happening. Just a a real experience of what we feel is happening. Yeah. And so you know, there have literally been times when you know I've. On some significant choices and decisions, have you know either written a letter or you know been on the verge of exiting, and and usually it's because I've ended up in a in in a, in a slump uh, of despair of we're not seeing enough progress. Mm. You know I'm not the person to do this. I'm not the person to deliver this outcome, and so doubt, fear, usually are the the drivers. behind that choice to exit so in your mind do you feel that if somebody right now who's listening is about to exit and really it's doubt and fear that's Mm -hmm. behind it what do you think they should do
1: well fear is always going to um lie you know because Mm. while while there are truths that happen you know there are things that can happen as a result that aren't great and aren't good Mm. but, but fear does not mean that those things are going to happen it's just the fear of them so fear often does lie and will tell you it's not going to work out it's useless, yeah, you're useless, you know not you personally I mean no, <laughs> talking to the person um you know or you'll you'll mess up it it's never gonna work or that's fear telling you something that is not real and I say this to people all the time who you know have suffered with worry and anxiety that your thoughts are not real things like mm. they're thoughts they exist but they're not you're not creating real things with your thoughts so you know when you say oh I think I'm going to um, be ill. Now you can actually think yourself into being sick, we know that, but actually that is just a thought. You don't yep. have to believe that everything you think. So fear will make you, will lie and make you think, oh, it's going to all go wrong. Oh, I'm going to mess up. Or, so what
0: yeah. you're saying is then that if I'm going to exit something, quit on something mm-hmm. and it's driven by fear, then really I'm going to make a choice on a really dodgy foundation of yep. a lie.
1: Yeah, absolutely, because there's nothing to say that that is what's going to happen. Absolutely nothing. Unless, of course, you've got a good advice and someone's actually given you great advice, which we'll come to on onto that later on. But if we're just simply going on a fear or a feeling that is fearful, we're, we're going to be absolutely stuck.
0: It's a great point and I, you know, I didn't come up with it, but I think it's a great way of thinking about fear. F-E-A-R. Mm. False evidence appearing real. Yeah. So, you know, a lie essentially. So, am I exiting based upon false evidence? And, and emotions can produce false evidence. Like you said, our emotions can make us see mm. things or put a lens or a veil across our eyes that then we interpret everything through that lens. But that isn't the reality. It's just what we've made our reality. Mm. So, that's that's a dodgy basis and we've mm. all been there and we'll be there again at some point in the future where we will consider exiting but based upon a lie based upon fear. So how do we make sure that a decision to quit because what we're not saying is that there's never a point in which we should exit something.
1: No, and there's and we will talk about that in a, in a bit but there is definitely there are times when you should. Cut, uh, cut out and quit and, and exist, exit absolutely.
0: But' just making sure that we're making that on based on yeah. the right set of assumptions, yeah. the right principles. Yeah. So obviously what we've got to try and do then, and I know you know at those times, just reflecting back, when mm. I've been on the verge of quitting, you know, I, I, usually it's been where there's been an absence of a plan. Mm. There's been an absence of clarity, you know, clarity as to where I'm heading clarity as to what's the next step and you know we don't know the next 10 steps but mm. not knowing the next step is is it again it's a it brings us into that that fearful uncertain place which then we start mm. to make false assumptions so for me that that lack of a plan mm. like is huge isn't it i mean what do you think about planning and this whole thing again of then make, being able to make great decisions based upon having a plan
1: yeah i am um I think if you were to say to to me here's a blank sheet of paper now make something happen with no remit no um kind of guidelines no set of instructions you kind of what 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 am i supposed to do Mm. with that and that's exactly the same with our life we've been given this huge blank sheet of paper of however many days god is going to grant us with whether that you know it doesn't matter how many that is we've got opportunity to create god is our creator he's called us to be creative We've got all these days to work with. But we still have to align ourselves to a set of instructions or a plan because I believe God even had a plan in creation. You know, I was reading recently through Genesis again, and I've read the creation story many, many, many times over the years. Um, but this particular time, it struck me, maybe it should have struck me earlier than this, that God could have done it all in one word, which he did speak, obviously, and things were created. but he could have done the whole lot in one go, but he mm. didn't. He took his time. There was a plan. There was thought process mm. in it. There was, you know, he, the second day, the third day, the fourth day. And I thought, God, you could have just said, let it all be. And it would have all just come into place. But it, that was his creative power coming through. And I think for us, we have to allow that creative power to come through, to have a plan, to sit with God, hand in hand with him and the Holy Spirit, and say, God, well, you you guide me, you show me. Mm. Let me, you know, write some ideas yeah. down, some thoughts down. And sometimes, like, you're you're a very future person that's putting it mildly you live putting it
0: mildly you
1: live so far ahead in the future (laughs) sometimes i have to call you back from 2020 not 2022 23 now we're in and call you back um because you you live there which is but it's important to be like that and and have a a kind of a future focus because i think that's how god intends us to live but then we have to pull it into the now and go Mm. what what am i doing right now to to make that happen and it might just be one small step but that's how we make a plan and then look at the next thing because i think that is how god did it that is in his nature and we're obviously made in his image
0: that's a really interesting point so god is a god of process so mm. process is key and, and, it, and it is and we talk about this and in these podcasts we'll be reflecting on things that have been written in the winning conversation the winning keys books that um, i've written and winning motivation as well and we're going to kind of draw upon some of those principles. And one of the principles we talk about in the winning conversation is about uh, prizing the process, mm. that actually the, the prize isn't the destination ultimately, it is actually the process. Mm. It's who we're becoming, not what we're achieving, that is of ultimate and lasting value. And you mentioned about me being a future-focused <laughs> person, like living in the future. And you're absolutely right The danger with that, speaking to any other future focused, you know, people, is that we do become quite obsessed with outcomes. We become obsessed with arriving. You know, that's why you go into the future to look at where you want to arrive at. The problem with that is, and again, it comes back to those moments when I felt like quitting and when I would have exited too soon had I followed through, is because I elevated the prize above the process Mm. i'm not seeing the prize i'm not seeing the results therefore it's time to exit and actually what i had undervalued and underplayed is the process Mm. realizing that actually and again that's where planning comes in and, and naturally in and of myself i am not a natural planner Uh, Creative people usually aren't, they're a bit more kind of over here, over there, Mm. uh, you know. Ad hoc. (laughs) Ad hoc, yeah, shooting from the hip, entrepreneurial, whatever you want to call it.
2: (laughs) Sorry to interrupt, but just to let you know that in every episode Gareth and Leanne will be talking about the importance of getting a plan for your personal and professional life. That's why they've developed the MVP plan. When you develop your MVP plan, surprising opportunities and uncommon results follow. Visit thewinninglife.tv today to get access to your plan and the steps on how to use it. Let's head right back over to their episode.
0: Any strength that is overstretched, any gift that is overstretched is actually a weakness. Mm. And I know that really if you if you're somebody who is destination obsessed then you have to counterbalance that with process and i think that's why we work well together
1: absolutely that's why we're a team
0: because you (laughs) if there is if there isn't a plan if there isn't a clear set of steps then you freak out Mm -hmm. whereas i'm a bit more like let's just get in the car we're going to arrive there it doesn't matter how we get there and over optimism which is usually kind of lack of planning, uh, it kicks in.
1: I'm glad we're recording this, so I can play it back. Yeah, this to isn't you. this isn't great. <laughs> this is this
0: is actually getting me into a whole lot of trouble but, right but, now. But
1: no, honestly, though, that helps me because I think for other people who are perhaps a bit more like myself that not scared of the future, but, you know, are not always future focused mm. and focus too much on the now can be driven more by emotions and feelings and how the now affects stuff rather than allow ourselves to be kind of propelled into the future. And I think that, you know, looking at our question, am my exiting too soon? That can be a big thing for you. I think sometimes you're less likely to exit Um, than I am because you are future focused, because you see, uh, you know, in your, in faith, with the eyes of faith, being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you cannot see, as it says in Hebrews, in the Bible. So you, you could see the picture when I am more now focused person, which obviously you need to ground you, but get caught up in that, I can want to get out now because, you know, I can only see now or refuse to look at the future or the future is a bit blurry or whatever so I think whichever kind of side you sit on and maybe you're a bit in the middle but for for those like myself who just live more in the now we have to be careful that we don't we we're probably more likely to pull out you know from Mm. from a journey too too soon and exit from a process because we're so focused on feelings and the now not allowing the future to drive us
0: you need that tension don't you Mm. between the now and the not yet and that's what is usually lacking when we're asking this question mm. about exiting or, or we're fearing about exiting yeah. too soon or, or not exiting when actually that is the right thing to do. Again, mm. you know, it's usually because that the, the, the tautness between now and not yet um, is, is, not st- is not strong enough. We're either lost in the now because we can't see the future, yeah or we're so far in the future that we don't have a proper understanding of the, the value of the mm. challenge that is in the now, that yeah. actually the challenge in the now is not working against you. It's actually going to work for you. It just feels like it's working against you. And I think this is where it's really important, Leanne, isn't it, to you know, realise that, yes, process is key, but behind a process there has to be a set of principles. Because one of the things that I've heard banded around a lot, and, and I do like the saying, but it does need qualifying. Trust the process.
2: Yeah,
0: You know, trust the process. And, and the, the positive thing about that statement is people are recognizing two things. Number one, that you have to trust. You can't be just fully in control of everything. Mm-hmm. There has to be a letting go. So that's a positive thing. And also process. That, you know, we're not just expecting quick fix, you know, overnight success, that that is a, a journey. So that's the good side of it. But you should only trust the process if you know the process is being driven mm. by a set of principles that can be trusted. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's so important when it comes to principles that we ask ourselves, like, what are the principles that we're going to align ourselves to? Mm. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, and trusting the process. Sometimes we have to be careful that we're not elevating the process over the one who's called us into the process. Mm. You know, so, yeah, it can become a little bit self-reliant and um, that, that for me scares me. If I, you know, as a follower of Jesus and a disciple of him, the thought of relying on myself and making me my own, Judge, that's quite it is scary it's scary and you know for those of you listening might not be christians you know i it's 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 difficult for me to know how to live any other way because when i ultimately am going through a process i'm not trusting the process i'm i am you know believing Mm. in it that i prize it because i know i'm learning along the way but my trust is in the one who's called me into the process and there is a there's a relief in that there's a an exhaling of like ultimately I'm not in control. And that's hard to say when you're a control freak like I am. Um I am a control freak, which don't agree too much there, Gareth. Um <laughs> but but sometimes control can become um something that we hide behind yeah. as well. Um and when when the control is so tight and um, it's hard for God to get through. and so mm. so in trusting the process, we have to, I think make sure that that we're not really becoming self-reliant that actually we're trusting God with it. so um, absolutely.
0: I, l- I love that the fact that you know it's like layers, isn't it? Mm. So trust the process, but you've got to ask peel back the layer and say, mm. what are the principles behind the process? Yeah, now you may stop there, you know you may say, well, it's just about principles. Um, and that will get you so far. Mm. Um, but what we're saying from our point of view and from our journey is that, okay, there are the principles, but then there's the person behind the principles. Mm. And that for us in terms of our faith is, is God, our creator, and, and Christ who is the one in which we pattern ourselves upon and, yeah. and follow and, and his teachings and his words and his example completely shape our lives and our worldview. Uh, so we're trusting the person behind the principle behind the process and I think it's again you know it's really important we want to encourage you be somebody who actually thinks about why you believe what you believe Mm. don't just you know don't just accept the narrative Mm. that is thrown at you and trust me there are narratives there are agendas that are thrown at you and if you don't decide what you're going to believe somebody else will decide it for you and it's so important because it's it's this These are the things that people don't wake up in the morning thinking about, but we wake up thinking about the questions such as, am I exiting too soon? And actually, these are the real issues or the real drivers behind that, as we're we're talking about. So, Leanne, we've said earlier on, there are moments when we should quit, Mm. when we should exit. So in that moment, what is it that, kind of makes that a good decision or a good choice what should be driving that choice and that decision
1: i think it's ultimately so i was just getting up on my on my phone the verse from romans eight twenty eight mm. that all things work together for the good of those who love him who are called according to his purpose so if you're you know a follower of jesus christ and you're in that paralysis of analysis you know oh, what do i do what do i do there is a point where you just go god is for me mm. So actually I can, I can trust him. Um, that actually you often say it's better to make a wrong decision in faith than just to sit and do nothing because God will guide you. If your heart is right, there is that sense of, you know, he will bring everything to work for the good of those who love him. But I think there are two things, um, that for myself, if I know I need to, I do need to get out, actually it's time to stop it's time to quit it's time to finish um, the first thing is if things are not aligned to the values of who I am and who've what I've set out for my life, if I go and look at those and think they're not they're not matching up they're not matching up to the principles that God has set out they're not matching up to the values that I have set out for my own life or a family or a marriage or parenting whatever that needs to stop. Um, there is no point because if you're living at odds with your values and the core um, things of who you are you will only face an internal battle that will become very very difficult you're literally living at odds with yourself Um, and then the second thing is pride we've talked you know you've explained it to me before in business terms kind of sunken cost how people can plough so much investment into a a business plan or an idea and you've gone so far you just feel like you need to see it through but you're just wasting more money but we can do that with our time our energy um, Mm. our finance our resource our relationships where out of pure pride you say i've been doing this for so long i'm just going to see it through just to prove that i can do it but that's not going to help anybody it's going to have the opposite effect that's actually going to damage yeah um, relationships damage your bank balance. Oh yeah, um, your credibility. You know, sometimes it's better to just to go. I got it wrong. It's time to quit. Or it might not even be. I've got it wrong. It might be just. No, it's time to finish. Um, it's time to set that aside and trust that even in that part of the process where there was a lot of stuff invested, that that's not going to be for a waste. You know, because I truly believe that God uses everything, um, even the mistakes that we made, even before we come to know him. All of that is being used, so it's not, oh, yeah. a, not a waste. It's just that knowing when is the time to go, mm, time to finish.
0: That's so good, and you're absolutely right. If there's no vision attached to carrying on, so you talk about values, mm. the other side would be vision. Yeah. If there's no vision attached, in other words, the the reason why now I'm carrying on is just because... This is what I've done. This is how much I've spent. This is, you know, to to give up now would Mm. make the last five, ten years or however much money I spent a waste. Um, Then that is not vision. No, that is not a again. It's fear driving. Well, if I pull out now, then all of that will be seen as a waste. Other people will see Mm. it. I will look back with regret. And, you know, the truth is, like Leanne said, you know, to to quit on it now, if there's no vision attached to it, and it's out of alignment now, or it's become out of alignment, maybe it started out in alignment, but it's not any longer. Mm. Maybe you're part of something where it was part of your uh, connected to your value system, or it was compatible, but now it isn't, there have been Mm. changes, changes of leadership, changes of uh, personnel, or, you know, different things that have happened. But now there's an uh, it's incongruent with who you are and where you're going then it can take more faith to come out of something, to quit on something than to stay in. So again, faith and fear, faith to stay in and not quit or faith to quit and to get out. But it's the driver behind it. What are the principles? What's the process? What's the what's the person behind? Again, we talk about obviously, you know, uh, God driving Uh, those choices and those decisions in terms of living to please him but again sometimes we can allow the person behind our decision to be fear of man Mm. fear of others um, approval of parents approval of friendship groups again all of those things are not a solid basis to stay in or to quit on something so i really hope that our conversation today has got you thinking you know, maybe it is time for you to quit on something, but make sure you're doing it with a sense of certainty and faith. It's aligned to vision and values, or maybe you've just al- the fear of how you're feeling, of not seeing the outcomes, has just got you into that slump. It's time to reignite that vision to get clarity to start to form a plan mm-hmm. and and then when you're in a, a place of certainty to start looking at your next steps rather than making a, a decision in a disempowered state, which mm-hmm. is which is gonna be a costly outcome if you do that. So again, we really want to help you with that process through our ongoing podcast, through resources that you'll see links to below, on our website, you know, we're going to be doing everything that we can to help you win in life we believe that's what we've been created for to win and whatever your belief whatever your faith right now we're just here to help you become the very best of who you are so that you can truly impact this world there's more in you than you think so from me Gareth I want to say thank you for listening and we'll see you next time
2: see you next time we hope that you enjoyed that episode and if you enjoyed it please go and subscribe over on all of our channels on youtube instagram and facebook and not forgetting your favorite podcast platform and if you head over to the you'll be able to find all the resources available to you gareth has written several books which will help you on your discovery to building stronger and better lives come and join us for the next episode